When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Crunch Time. Zito Power Tools. German design quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. We were playing well enough in the first half to think that you know, we had control of the game and it was sort of looking like us a little bit, but their weight of numbers through the midfield and especially the centre bounces, but the clearances in general was a um, kind of a domination in terms of um, metres gained from the stoppages and that meant for the... It wasn't just the second half, it was really the uh, last three quarters um, that we just couldn't get the ball inside 50 enough. I think we had 24 entries or something in the last three quarters, so that makes it hard and, and we're, at the moment we're just giving up way too many goals when the opposition go inside, so when they get that many from the midfield ascendancy, um, it makes it really difficult. Chris Scott in the aftermath of the Cats' defeats at the hands of Port Adelaide, Port by 38 points, a seven-goal run at the start of the third quarter was really quite scintillating. Crunch time is for Azito powering DIYers all day, every day at Bunnings. You're out there, Isaac. Just describe for us the first part of the third quarter. Yeah, well, I was in the forward line, Jared, and uh, you could have heard crickets going <laughs> there was not that much action but no port were really impressive they dominated us out of the center bounce especially in that third quarter uh, and we were unable to get the ball i think it was something like into the 20 minute mark we only had a handful of possessions or something in that one stage it was 28 to 3 and they'd kicked five goals yeah so uh it was difficult and uh, we mentioned earlier in this program with the 666 it's not like we could throw two or three numbers behind the center bounce to try and uh, arrest any type of momentum uh, and Port as we know and as they've been probably for probably their whole time under Ken they're uh, a high energy side they're a momentum side and when they're playing at Adelaide Oval and the crowd get up and about it they're very difficult to stop so um, yeah I'm sure we'll uh, delve into it a little bit more over the next sort of 10 minutes but uh, yeah it was disappointing and we we're unable to get control of the game at any point in that third quarter. What do you make of their new age midfield with Butters, Rosie and Horn Francis? It's impressive. Uh, they've certainly set themselves up if they can keep all three of them for the next 10 years. Uh, oh, th- is there something in that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, the cat's coming for another you, player. You've right? got to be out of pain, don't <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't mind Zach Butters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's all right. Uh, here he is right on cue on the replay. So, but... No, they're impressive. They've got some uh, yeah, very impressive young guys. And I think we saw it a little bit with Brisbane last night. They inject that youth. Uh, I think Port probably their whole time since they've had Ken, they've probably got the right mix of seniority and youth now. And it's the youth that are really driving their performances. You see inside, you've got um, Butter and Rosie. They're the ones that are really driving it. Horn Francis is making a huge impact down forward, even though he might not have the numbers as... As others, his physicality and his ability just to be so clean with the ball. And then uh, down back, Bergman, he's as good as there is in the competition off a halfback at the moment. So it's their young guys that are driving it and their senior players in Wines and Boak, 
are able to just go and play their role. Uh, Dixon, he looks nearly more impressive because he doesn't look like he has to do it. Does can't even speak at the moment. Doesn't look like he has to do everything up forward. So, uh, yeah, they're an impressive side. They've got a good mix, um, but they're also very healthy at the moment. So, uh, yeah, they, they were very good on Thursday night. We weren't up for it, but um, hopefully we can get going. We play them in seven weeks. Not that I've looked at it or anything, <laughs> but uh, down at GMHBA. So mm. it should be a good game. So is it that generation's <laughs> team, though, now? When you're out there, like we look at it and think, oh, the, the baton has definitely been passed between all the oldest elder statesmen you mentioned, this young crop. When you're out there, are they the guys running the show as well? Are they vocal? Or what's the lot playing against that, that new breed of Port Adelaide? Yeah, no, they're vocal. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, it is. I, I don't know if you, you say, I, I don't know the inner workings of the Port Adelaide Football Club, so I'm not sure mm. if the baton's been handed over or uh, how they're operating. But certainly, and I know um, from my time when uh, I came into the Hawthorne Football Club and were really successful, the older guys were like, thank God we've got some energy and some spark coming through. We can just now go yeah. and oversee it and play our role and do what we need to do. And we'll insert ourselves an impact when we really need to. But uh, if we can have these younger guys doing huge chunks of that, especially throughout the home and away season, then that takes a massive load off the whole team. It was a situation really recently where they batted into the midfield. It was Boke and Wines. Thereafter, you had role players that came in and out. but And you say they weren't deep. But now just with the addition uh, of, of Butters and Rosie into there, they also have blokes who can come in and play lesser roles. And so there's no pressure on them to succeed for the whole game in this. So their time in there is of 20 minutes per game or or you come in and play a role for the duration like uh, Willem Drew. And he's but, very important to them, Willem Drew. Yeah. Because he, he holds his role. He, he plays a specific role, which allows the others to do what they do. There's no wild play in him, is there? He's, no. he's like <laughs> lock on and, yeah, I'm going to give your life hell while my blokes do what they do. So they bat really deep in the midfield well, now. We don't talk about this guy. Is it time to talk about Sam Pelpepper now as a, you know, a, a genuine star of the comp? Is that, too, is that too big of a term? Certainly in that role as a high half forward, he's impacted just about every single week this We year. talked about him last night. Yep. I, I was of the opinion two years ago, flog him back to the West, get something for him because he's going to go off the rails. He's... He doesn't have a position. He's a bit part. He's one of the bit part players I was talking of that goes through the middle. He doesn't even go through there anymore now, and so they don't have a role for him. He's too shabby by foot up forward to actually be a real posing a real threat. You can't play him down back because he's too erratic. Um, so he hasn't really got a spot. But the, the, the Eagles, the Dockers might turn around, and look at him, and go, "Gee, he gives us some grunt. Let's let's give him pick thirty for for him." I thought you might have got something. You might get a bit more for him. Oh, now. I think he's going well this year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so he's really, but he's nutted out his role. It's it's funny because those blokes who play every moment with a fury burn out. There's every effort he gives. There's no burnout. For the entire season, every effort has been with furious intent. And, and I've never seen a player who can carry that furious intent for their entire career. But right now, since he's got this into himself as a forward, it shows no sign on any occasion of burning out. It's funny. We talk about their midfield and how they've added depth there, and that's certainly helping them. But you look at their forward line, they add Vin Lace and Marshall steps up. 
they've added another two into their forward line, which pushes a couple of guys out. You've got Rioli, who's now in there, um, and he missed on the weekend, but adds a little bit more depth. Then you go to their back line. Burton and Jonas were missing last. Well, Jonas has been missing for three or four yeah. weeks now. Burton mm. gets dropped because of the blokes that have stepped up and theoretically, or if, or maybe they have, overtaken these players. One, you're getting the energy and the spark, but you're getting that competition for spots. But overall, your list is probably 20 30% better because Port Adelaide last year were trying to compete or the year before were trying to compete with two or three players probably under what they needed. Now they look like they're a complete football side across the board. How did Patrick Dangerfield appear on the Knights? Did you know he was in strife? Yeah, he, well, he didn't appear that good. Uh, at one stage, I told him, just get off because <laughs> you're doing yourself more damage than good. But uh, he's, a, he's a tough player. He's as tough as I've played with. Uh, and uh, he'll be a sore and sorry boy for a few days, I think. And I'm not sure what the diagnosis or prognosis is. But, uh, yeah, he just continued to probably go downhill uh, throughout the night and then, um, yeah, need a bit of care after the game as well. So he didn't stay overnight in the hospital, did he? He joined you back at the hotel at a yeah. – must have been late. Yeah, he night. joined us late back in the hotel. Uh, thank God the US Open golf was on. It gave <laughs> us something to watch. So, uh, no, he, he was in a lot of pain, but – uh, hopefully it's not going to be too long of an injury, um, but mm. he's got three kids to carry at home as well, which wouldn't be too much fun. So you, you've lost Joel Selwood from last year, and there's still an absence, a presence. You know, he's a tremendous player, been a champion player. He's, he's been the driver at Geelong for well over a decade. When you lose Paddy as well, so we, you can sort of say, yeah, but that's history, that's last year. But in the space of 14 games, you lose two. Oh, and then don't underestimate Cam Guthrie, two-time best yeah. Ferris winner, and so there you he's go. as every bit as important as those two inside. They're they're probably three of your best starting four out of the midfield. It's an enormous hole to fill. Yeah, it's big, and I think um, not only that we had Max Holmes out for a long time this year as well, who um, we expected to take a fair uh, a fair amount of the load that Joel was going to leave behind. So uh, yeah, we've had a. A little bit of change in there. Um, we've had Reese Stanley out, our ruckman. Jonathan Segler's come in but got injured. Um, so there's been a little bit of change in there. I thought Tanner Bruins um, starting to learn our system and play well. Tom, Axon, Tom Atkins and then Mark O'Connor, who's probably a halfback flanker or a winger, has had to go in there and do a fair bit of grunt work as well. So uh, we've had a few injuries and uh, we've had some different things going on, which uh, it might be a little bit of short-term pain for long-term game, but... It's uh, not helping us at the moment. The visuals we saw on the night um, last uh, was it Friday, Thursday? Thursday. Confused. Yep. Thursday. Mm. Um, last Thursday. Was that as animated as Scotty's been in your time there? Well, it's funny that, it, and I heard this commentary around it as well. It's funny that people say Scotty gets really animated, and and on screen, and and before I got to the Geelong Footy Club, I thought, oh gee, he must have a bit in him and really go at the place. You get there, he looks animated and he's just talking as we're talking right now. So, uh, no, he wasn't. Uh, he was completely in the game and enthusiastic and he carries a lot of energy, but uh, it had nothing to do with, rightio, you need to step up and get going here. This is Crunch Time. We'll continue on next. Next.